This is the Myrna Lamb Show, June 14, 2008, 6 p.m. hour. This is the Myrna Lamb Show on News Talk 630 WPRO and 99.7 FM. Got a question about your future? Call Myrna now at 438-WPRO or toll free at 1-800-321-WPRO. Okay, I'm Myrna Lamb here with you on WPRO and 99.7 FM until 7 p.m. We have an hour still to talk with each other, and I can make predictions for you, and all you have to do to get involved is pick up your phone and give us a call after I say goodbye to someone because the lines are full. Those phone numbers are 438-WPRO or long distance, it's 1-800-321-WPRO. When you call in, here are the rules. You tell Ken your first name, you can make it up. You tell him his birth, your own birthday, and I need that. I need the full birthday. And if your questions involve somebody else, I need the full birthday on that person, too. When you come through to me, I don't reveal all of that over the year. I, I respect your privacy. But I need that information to help me get started. Then when you come through to me, I need you to ask one question. It's got to be limited to one just because the way I have developed this card reading, it focuses in almost like a laser pointer. It focuses in on just one thing, and if I try to expand it to more than one, it it, it shatters. The images just fall apart in front of my eyes. I, it doesn't work. So for that reason, you need to focus in on one question when you come through to me. Back to the phones. Let's start with Sharon and Situate. Sharon, welcome to the program. Hello. Hey, Sharon. I see you're a Leo. Yes. And your question for me. Um, I recently, well, eight months I've been at a new job, Mm -hmm. and I was just wondering if there was going to be any growth in this job for me or if it was going to be status quo. All right, let's take a look at the cards. And you said you started there about eight months ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. Queen of Hearts is the card that represents you. And in the sixth house of employment, there are two clubs and two diamonds. Diamonds represent potential. Clubs represent stability. And so for the near future, it certainly seems as though there's no likely change. Also, when I look at the company and what its circumstances are, I don't get a lot of feeling that where you stand within the company, there's a whole lot of potential for advancement. So if what you're hoping for really is to advance in your career in the next couple of years, I don't feel terribly optimistic about this company. Neither do you. Right. You knew that. Okay. Well, what I'm really telling you is your instincts are on target, your feelings are correct, and and I absolutely support them. Okay. All right, then. Sharon, thanks for the call. Thank 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. A couple of lines have opened up. Let's talk to Tara in Warwick. Tara, welcome to the program. Hello. How hey, are Tara. you? I'm well, and I see you're a Sagittarian. Yes. And what's your question for me? Um, sorry about my financial situation. If there will be some improvement, um, you know, um, maybe money's coming in or... Um, I'm just a little concerned, um, you know, about the month to month and uh, wanted to look at that. (laughs) Are you working currently, Tara? Yes. The Queen of Hearts is the card that represents you. And I get to the the sixth house, which represents your job. The cards there look quite nice. Uh, As far as money is concerned, in the second house, the cards also look quite okay. So... Looking at them in terms of your income, you wouldn't have expected necessarily a question about money. So the question I'm then looking at is, what is it that's making money 
a concern for you. And it looks as if there's something going on with regard to how much it's costing you to sustain where you live. And and that I understand, between oil and, and electricity and cable and all of the things that we spend our money on, they've gone up so much faster than our incomes. Right. And and so, really, your income is quite okay. Your job circumstances look good, too. And there is some potential for you to advance as we go through the next five months. But short-term, about the only thing I can suggest is that you find a way to cut back. And I know, I know that's not easy. Right. <laughs> but I, when I look at the fifth house, which would be about winning the lottery or doing pretty well down at Foxwoods, the um, the pictures are not bright. So don't do it. Just um, I really think the best thing to do is find a way to pull back because I, I think you work for a company where there's a lot of potential for you given time, just nothing right. much going on right now. Right. All right, okay. Tara. Thank you for the call. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Let's talk to Regina in Jamestown. Regina, welcome to the program. Hey, Regina, let's see, you're an Aquarian. And what's your question for me? Um, my daughter's boyfriend wanted a break, and I, my question, are they going to get back together? All right, so she's born at the very beginning of the sign of Aquarius, and when's his birthday? April 28th. So he's a Taurus. All right, so he's early Taurus, she's early Aquarius. Those signs are not the most compatible in the world, you understand that? Yeah. And they're also quite young. Yep. I know that they're not babies. You know, they're closing in on mid-20. But nonetheless, they are still young. And I would really encourage daughter who's feeling heartbroken right now to take a look at the world from fresh eyes, to consider this an opportunity for her to expand her own horizons and question what she wants for herself in life, not just in a marriage. Well, they're not married. But I understand that. Okay, but they have a baby. Mm. <sighs> heaven, heaven. Okay, how old is the little one? A uh, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your daughter falls with the nine of spades. That's the worst card in my deck. I know she's depressed right now. And I cannot tell you that I am convinced that they will get back together and live happily ever after. I'm not convinced of that at all. I see other men around her, and I didn't want to come out and say in so many words, let's go party, because I certainly don't mean that. Right. But I do mean that I don't think she knows who she is fully yet anyhow. Right. Even though she had a baby at roughly 22. I, I don't think that she's... She hasn't bloomed completely yet. She hasn't really blossomed completely yet. So if, if I were your daughter, I would the, the best advice I would say to her is, say to this Taurus man, honey, go do your thing. That's fine with me. I'm going to go do mine. And we'll check each other out in about six months. Now, I know she doesn't feel that way, but I think it would be smart. Because if she does not appear to be pursuing him, he may begin to recognize that he's got a good thing. Your daughter's got a lot going for her. She's a bright young woman. She's an attractive young woman, and I think she's a decent mother as well. She's, she's a wonderful mother. So. She's just really unhappy right now. She is. All right, Regina, thank you for the call. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Dottie on a cell phone. Welcome to the program. Hey, Dottie. Hello. I see you're in Aries. I am. And your question for me. I have a property in Ohio that's been damaged by water. Oh, dear. A, a tree fell on the roof, yep. and there's 
water in the basement. I'm going out there on Tuesday to check out the situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my renters do not have rental insurance. Oh, dear. And so I'd like to know what what you think. What do the cards say? All right. Well, you are the queen of hearts being born under the sign of Aries. And Mars is in a very positive place. That is your ruling planet. It's in a nice angle to the sun when you go out there on Tuesday. And I assume you do have insurance of your own on the house. I do. And that's going to help you out. But it's not going to help your renters with their damaged goods. And I don't think that they can come after you because you're not responsible for the tree falling on the house, you know? But, right. but I certainly think you want to call your real estate, your uh, real estate insurance people. Anyway, I have the card that represents you, and the Queen of Hearts falls with nice cards around. And you know, when things really are kind of grim, being an Aries can be very useful because somehow there's always this little angel that comes along and helps you out. Yeah. I wish you were going out there for better purposes, but this is not bleak. The damage is not extraordinary. It can be repaired, and I think your insurance company will come through reasonably. Okay. But I do think that from now on, anytime you have a renter, it's got to be in the in the rental agreement that they are required to have rental insurance and that they send you a copy of the front page of the binder, don't you think? Yeah, good point. I think that that would protect you from, because, you know, if I were you, I would be concerned that they want, would try to come after me on the, the basis that you should have cut the tree down or something like that, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know the tree situation. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah. I, don't, I don't see you as being in real jeopardy here. I just am suggesting that you use this opportunity to improve the, the, the kind of rental agreement you come up with for the future. Okay, right, Dottie. Especially long term rental. Absolutely. Right. How long has this have these tenants been with you anyway? Two years. Yeah. And you know them a little bit. All right, Dottie, yeah. it doesn't look too bad. I think that the damage to the house is not quite as horrible as it sounded and it can be repaired. And uh I think you're gonna be okay, Dottie. Thanks for the call. Four three eight WPRO one eight hundred three two one WPRO. I'm Myrna Lamb. Please stay right here on News Talk six thirty, WPRO and ninety nine seven FM. I'm Myrna Lamb here with you on WPRO and 99.7 FM until 7 p.m. And our phone numbers here are 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. No lines available when I say goodbye to someone. Please join us. We're going to start with Rick in Providence. Rick, welcome to the program. Yes, thank you, Myrna. You're welcome, Rick. I see that you're born under the sign of Pisces. We've had a lot of Pisces tonight. Yes. And, and what's your question for me? I'd like to, I'm in the middle of um, trying to buy a commercial building. I'd like to know if that's going to go through or not. Okay. Let's take a look at the cards. The King of Spades is the card that represents you. And um, Jupiter is in a positive place to help you do this. Are you doing this alone? Yes. Okay. King of Spades is the card that represents you. Property is the fourth house. Your fourth house cards look good. And... Okay, there were some changes. You were sort of moving along in one tack. Something happened. There was a shift. I, I don't know whether it had to do with finding out something that needed to be corrected or amended. It looks to correct. me as if that was taken care of. That's correct? Yep. Okay. All right. Now, is there somebody involved in this who you really just don't trust? Uh, not necessarily. Okay. Putting that aside, because there's something in the background, and maybe it doesn't have to do with this particular question. Okay, um, 
I like the cards for you. Commercial property looks like a good thing for you to be involved with. And, and the property all in all looks like a good one. I think that uh, things ought to go through pretty soon. There's really no heavy problem here at all. It's almost as if the, the, you were debating whether to ask me this or something else. And you knew this was the practical question to ask, but there's something else also in the back of your mind. So it's it's like I feel as though I'm at some kind of a fork in the road. Well, yeah. well I, I, I want to do a business out of there, and I, I'm not And that's the different question. Sure. Yes, yeah. okay. That's the other question. And and I can't answer it. Maybe if you'll call me back in a couple of weeks, that I'll be able to because I can't do two things. But as far right. as the property is concerned, I don't have a problem with it at all, Rick. Good luck with it. 438-WPRO, which m- reminds me, by the way, I won't be here next Saturday night. So we'll be on we'll be, uh, you know, on tape next next week, and I'll be back two weeks from tonight. Let's continue with Sarah in Little Compton. Sarah, welcome to the program. Hello. Hey, Sarah. Let's see. You were born under the sign of Taurus. Yep. And what's your question for me? Well, I've been working on a creative project, which has mainly been a hobby up till now, mm-hmm. and everybody is pushing me to take it more seriously, and I just wondered if it's even possible to make money from it. Okay. Is it uh, involved with the arts at all? Writing. Of course. Okay. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. It's very hard to make money in writing. Oh, I know. You know, every now and then someone comes along like a J.K. Rowling and... Is it Rowling or Rolling? I don't she, know. Yeah, I, I, remember read, yeah, I remember reading <laughs> it and then I forgot. But obviously she is the extraordinary exception to the rule. And most of us who publish books, we're lucky if we sell. Well, actually, I think, I think I've sold 10,000 copies of my first book. Which I is, think I know that. I think that's why I'm a bit reluctant. Yeah, exactly. The Astrology of Great Sex, which is my first book that's been out now since a year ago, October, uh, it, it should be going to its second printing. And my second book, which is The Astrology of Great Gay Sex, has just begun to come into the stores. It's doing pretty well on Amazon.com. And I'm finishing up my third book, which is The Astrology of Great Lesbian Sex. And I've got to tell you, Sarah, if I knew when I started what I know now, I don't think I would have done it. I think I would have done something different. And, I mean, I don't regret doing it. I've had a, I've had a very interesting time gathering data about people's sexual lives. And, my goodness, they've been so candid with me. It's um, amazing and fun. And I, and I think that the books came out that way, and, and that's why they've sold more than the average. Do you know the average book sells 1,000 copies? Yes, I do. I mean, again, I've worked for publishers. I know all this, I think, again. That's why I'm hesitant, and right now I enjoy it. So okay. I don't know if I want to take that out of it. Well, I understand completely, and when I look at your cards in the third house, which is the act of writing, you have two hearts and two spades. So that's no, yes, no, yes. And in the house of <sighs> money, you have the nine of hearts and the nine of spades, the best card and the worst card. <sighs> So I, I don't have any doubt that you could get published. Your ninth house cards indicate that. But if you're if you're interested in doing it really to support yourself, I I, th- I think you should keep your day job for a while. Right. And uh, and and yes, you've got the creativity for it. I would absolutely say do it because you want to because you want to. Right. But you have to do it the way you've done it till now. The way I've done it till now, you have something else that produces part of your income. Okay. All right, Sarah, thank you for the call. 438-WPRO. Writing is, you know, I thought that painting was bad. (laughs) Writing is maybe worse. 438-WPRO. 1-800-321-WPRO. We have a line available. Let's talk to Carrie in Barrington. Carrie, welcome to the program. Hi, Myrna. Hey there, Carrie. And let's see. You are born at the very tail end of the sign of Leo. And what's your question for me? 
Um, well, I just got married three weeks ago. Congratulations. Thank you. And we're moving. And I just want to make sure we're in going in the right direction. Uh, do you mean by that north, south, east, or west? I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. All right. So, so is this move related to work? Um, no, no, not really. Well, it's, it's closer to work. Okay. What's your husband's birthday? I don't need the year. Nine eighteen. So he's born under the sign of Virgo, and you're born under the sign of Leo. And you have a lot of planets, I think, probably in Virgo because you're born at the very tail end of your sign. You have the Nine of Hearts, best card in the deck, in your box of marriage and partnership. So this is a case where your husband wants to do it. And I think that the right thing to say is, sure, honey, we'll make it work. You fall in your own eighth house, and the eighth house is the box of desire. And so what that tells me is you're not sure. And I understand that you're not sure. But the fact is, you and your husband actually are on the same page in so many things. I think the only thing to do here is go with the greatest of optimism. And if, three years down the line, you think that you'd rather be more in the country or more in the city, you can make that change again. I, I don't see any bad coming out of making this move. Great. All right, Carrie, thanks for the call. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Let's talk to Rita in Coventry. Hi, Rita. Rita, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Rita. I see you're born under the sign of Libra. Yes, I am. And what's your question for me? Well, I'm presently employed. Yes. Um, I'm just wondering if the move I should make is to stay there or retire. Okay. So the question is whether or not to retire. The Queen of Diamonds is the card that represents you as a Libra. Now, many people come up with the idea that Libra is an indecisive sign. That's wrong. Libra isn't indecisive. It's just that Libra takes so long to make decisions that people get impatient and they think of you as indecisive. It's also a fact that sometimes, with little things, you just don't care. Should you wear this dress or that dress? Should we go to this restaurant or that restaurant, this movie or that movie? Librans usually don't care about the little things. But right. when it comes to a big thing, like whether or not to retire, you have given this a tremendous amount of thought. So, <laughs> so Rita, in the eighth house, which is all about desire, I have a red card and then a black card, a red card and then a black card, and it's, yes, I should, no, I shouldn't, yes, I shouldn't, <laughs> no, I shouldn't. So you've been driving yourself nuts over this decision. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I think that the best thing for you to do is stop thinking about it and start writing about it, okay? I want you to take out some paper, and I want you to absolutely make a list of what would I enjoy about being retired and make a list of what would I lose if I left my job. You have seen the company that you work for change quite a bit yes. in the recent past, mm -hmm. and you don't like the changes that you've seen. Right. And that's one of the reasons that I think you're swaying more toward retirement however you define yourself a lot by the job that you do so for you to give it up i think you need to go to something else or it's going to feel almost like a death and it's not it can be the beginning of something brand new for example when i look at these cards you have the eight and nine of hearts which are beautiful cards up in the ninth house the ninth house is learning something new it's traveling it's taking a cruise it's doing something that's Something you've wanted to do for a long time and you just didn't give yourself that pleasure. That's what you need to do, Rita. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Okay. 
1-800-321-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Too little time to take another call before the news at the bottom of the hour. But you know I'll be here with you till 7 p.m. And we have one line available for you at 438-WPRO and 1-800-321-WPRO. And again, should you be interested in a private consultation, whether a full hour long one or a mini one on a Wednesday night, call my office at 401 401- Three 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 seven nine seven zero three 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 seven nine seven zero. I'm Myrna Lamb. Please stay with us on News Talk six thirty WPRO and ninety nine seven FM. I'm Myrna Lamb here with you on WPRO and ninety nine seven FM until seven PM. Taking your calls, making predictions, and back to the phones we go. Hans in South Kingston, welcome to the program. Oh hi, Myrna. Hi there. I see that you are born under the sign of Taurus. And what's your question for me? My question is, I was wondering, do you see a comfortable retirement in my future? Let's take a look at that. Have you made up your mind when you think you'd like to retire? Oh, no, not yet. I just wanted to see. I don't know if I feel comfortable retiring yet. Okay, well... Born under the sign of Taurus, Taurus is the sign of stability and security. So unless you feel very sure that the money is there, you don't retire. And you fall in your own second house. That is the natural home of Taurus. And it is, again, about stability and security. And what I see in your job picture is real stability. You've got three clubs in the sixth house, which represents your job. So you certainly can stay there for the next few years, should you choose to. And in the 8th house, which is all about your retirement package, whatever kind of pension you might have, plus any Social Security and so forth, the cards there are not strong enough right now. So if you had asked me, should I retire, say, in September, I would definitely have said no. If you ask me three, four years from now, it's beyond the ability of the cards to really look at that. But clearly, it isn't time for you to do it at this point. All right, Hans, thank you for the call. Let's talk to Robert in West Virginia. Robert, welcome to the program. Thank you. How are you? Today? I am well, thanks. So you're listening to us on the Internet, yes, I which am. is terrific. And I see you two are born under the sign of Taurus. And what's your question for me? Uh, about my love life. Okay. Is there someone around right now who you're interested in? Uh, yes, I am. And uh, is this a, a woman? No. I didn't think so. What's his birthday? My birthday? His birthday. Is she? I'm sorry. Okay. Let's start again. I am totally confused. I know your birthday. You're a Taurus. I just didn't know if you had a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and I don't care, but I need to know the difference. I have a girlfriend. All right. Robert, what's her birthday? I don't. That's the problem. I don't know her birthday. How long have you been seeing her? Uh, About three weeks now. She's not your girlfriend. She's just a girl you've met. (laughs) I was just wondering if... um... Okay. All right. The King of Clubs... This one's tough. The king of clubs represents you, and the queen of clubs is going to represent the woman, okay? Okay. All right, because when I don't know someone's birthday, I just match her up to you, and we'll find out. She falls in your seventh house, and that is the box of marriage and partnership, but she's got a spade on either side of her, which suggests that she went through some really tough times not too long ago. I think she likes you a lot already in just three weeks, and I believe the relationship has potential, but I'm not ready to predict that it's going to become a marriage. And I will tell you that if you try to rush her, she will disappear. Okay. So do not push. Okay. Keep your promises. If you say you're going to call at 8 o'clock, call at 8 o'clock. 
Okay. Don't call and ask her out on Saturday at 5 p.m. for Saturday at 7 p.m. Okay. Treat her with respect. She went through a relationship where she wasn't treated very nicely at yes, all. Yes, she was. Yeah, she went through a terrible relationship. Absolutely. And and so every antenna is just out there. And and it's not like she's making you pay for the crimes of some man before you. It, it That isn't the point. However, she's wounded. So if you really want this to become something special and the potential is there, you go steadily, you go slowly, you go consistently, and you go honestly. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. 438-WPRO. 1-800-321-WPRO. Laura in Wakefield, welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Oh, good. I needed to take a minute there because my wires are all twisted around my knee, and if I'm not careful, I'm going to pull the headset off my head, and I'm going to land on the floor. Okay, we fixed it. All right, Laura. I see you're a Pisces, and what's your question for me? Um, where do you see my love life? Where do I see your love life? Is there anyone around who interests you at all? Uh, not right now. No. Okay, let's get some cards down and see what's going on. The Queen of Spades is the card that represents you because spades stand for people born under the water signs of Cancer, Scorpio, or Pisces. Well, you have the Nine of Hearts in your first house. With the Four of Diamonds, potential for change. Seven of Diamonds, potential for a loving, committed relationship falling beside that Nine of Hearts. When I work with the cards, for myself even, if I see the Nine of Hearts in the first house, what it represents is things moving along very nicely for you. And I do see someone falling in your fifth house of love and romance. He's a person who I think is a little younger than you. He could be two to six years younger than you are and very likely is a water sign like you, Cancer, Scorpio, or Pisces. Not the earth sign man you were involved with once before who really turned out to be very hurtful. Mm-hmm. That guy's gone, and thank heavens. Mm-hmm. But this looks like a very promising potential, and I expect you to meet him two to six weeks after the end of June. Are you going away sometime soon? Are you planning a little trip? Um... I, not that I know of right now. <laughs> you That was very nice of you. <laughs> you didn't want to come out and say, no, Myrna, you're wrong. And that was very I kind. hope I do go away. But, <laughs> well, but you have really nice cards in the ninth house, and the cards there suggest that it could be while on some excursion, even if it's the Bay Queen, but it's an excursion. It's something different from okay. day by day that you could meet someone. And I, I believe you sort of need to open up your horizons a little uh-huh. bit. But I don't see you having to go out of your way. There are a couple of guys around you and plenty of potential for a relationship that will be very lovely, and I expect that you're going to call me back in a few months with a birthday. Okay. All right, Laura, thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Cindy in Warren, welcome to the program. Hi, Myrna. Hi, Cindy. I see that you are born under the sign of Taurus. Yes. And what's your question for me? I'm wondering about the feasibility of retiring in about a year or so. What's with tonight and everybody wants to retire? What's going on here? I have today's show in front of me. The sun's in Gemini. Ah, the moon is in Scorpio. Scorpio really is like the end of the matter. It's like, okay, I've worked hard. Now when's my reward? <laughs> so, okay, that's what it's all about. And also the North Node, I mean, the part of fortune tonight is in the fifth house. Everybody wants to play. It's in Aries. We all want to go back to our childhood and have fun, and why not? Okay, 
The Queen of Clubs is the card that represents you, and you may have been listening to the previous woman who called about retiring, who was also yes. born under the sign of Taurus. Yes, I did. And I said to her the same thing I'm going to say to you. You cannot retire unless you feel very sure, kind of cast in stone, mm-hmm. that financially you are secure. Mm-hmm. Your cards indicate that as far as your retirement package is concerned, it's good. It's solid. So whatever 401K, whatever Social Security, whatever investments you have, there is enough there for you to do all right. What isn't secure is any kind of current income. In other words, you don't feel that there's enough money coming in right now, and you don't feel ready quite yet to rely completely on your retirement monies. But I think that if you look ahead a couple of years, I don't think it's going to be difficult for you to retire at all. Great. All right, Cynthia, thank, thank you. you. Very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. 438 WPRO, 1 800 321 WPRO, Sue in Fall River. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. I just applied for a position. Yes. And I was wondering if I was going to get it. All right, so you're born under the sign of Capricorn, and if you've been listening for a while, you know that I've been talking about Jupiter in the sign of Capricorn throughout calendar year 2008. And Jupiter in your sun sign is the greater benefit. In other words, it helps. So generally speaking with Jupiter there, if the position is an honest opening, it should come to you. Now, what I mean by that is frequently companies, because of of um, what is it, op- equal opportunity, um, are required to advertise a position mm-hmm. and interview people for it even when they already know who they really want. And also, as far as I understand that law, if there's someone in-house who wants the position, they get the edge. So you've interviewed for it. I think you did well in the interview, but did you have the feeling that there were a couple of questions asked you that almost came from the side somewhere? Or they were oblique. No, I think it went well. Okay. No. On a scale of 1 to 10, would you say 9? Um, 8. I eight. was told that I had a 1 in 9 shot. Okay. So because I, I, there was a t- what I have here is 10% that didn't happen. And I, I'm not convinced this particular position is going to be yours. Oh, However, there is another opportunity coming up now. I don't know whether it's in that company or elsewhere. But almost as soon as you recoup feeling okay, um, I see another opportunity. It will be September or October that I see you actually getting a new position and being really happy with it. So if this one doesn't come your way, don't blame yourself. It's because someone has some sort of inner track. Okay? All right, Sue, let me know how it goes. 438-WPRO. 1-800-321-WPRO, Maria in Warwick. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Maria. I see you're cancer, and what's your question for me? Um, I got married last May. Yes. And um, I was wondering how you saw my husband and I, if we're compatible or how you see that. A year after you got married, you want me to tell you if you're compatible. And if I say no... Well, there are some days that I feel like we're really compatible, and some days that it just doesn't seem like it'll work. Okay, say I'm I... I'm not sure which, which way it's really going to go. All right, I'm, I'm holding my breath as I ask you, what's his birthday? Um, his birthday is uh, September 7th. Oh, so he's a Virgo. Yes. And you're a Cancer. Yes. Those are two of the most compatible signs in the Zodiac. Really? You ought to okay. be able to get along with each other like falling off a log. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> so now let's talk about what's wrong. 
He can be critical. He can be nitpicking. He can be fault-finding. He can be cranky. He can seem to snap sometimes. Right. And you can be moody and domineering and controlling sometimes. Okay. I mean, hey, we all have some bad qualities. And sometimes if your bad qualities are surfacing at the same time that his bad qualities are surfacing, it isn't good. Right. But uh, it, no, no. Uh huh. Go ahead. He seems to be a little more domineering and controlling than me, though. Sure, that's why you get along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, okay. Cancer right. and Virgo are a good combination because neither one of you is going to beat the other one into total submission. If you did, the marriage would fall apart. You need someone who you can see as strong, and he needs someone who he feels that he can rely on to. And you have a great deal of strength. So, yeah, he wants to run the show. What man doesn't want to run the show? Right. And and, and as long as he's not demanding that you follow him along in a subservient way, walk three steps behind or whatever, which I don't think he's doing, this is fundamentally a very solid marriage, and you have the nine of hearts, best card in the deck, falling in the seventh house. So, are you compatible? Yes. Now work at solving the problems. Okay. Maria, thank right. you. Thanks for Thanks the call. Thank you very much. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. I'm Myrna Lamb. Please stay right here on News Talk 630 WPRO and 99.7 FM. Hi, Myrna Lamb here with you until 7 o'clock, taking your calls and making predictions. And we're going to go right back to the phones in a second. But I would like to remind you that should you be interested in a private consultation, I have an office in Lincoln, Rhode Island. I work with people by telephone as well. I've got clients all over the country, many of whom I've been working with for 20 years and we've never met. And my phone number there is 401-333-7970, 401-333-7970. I also do mini readings just like these on Wednesday nights for a small fee. That same phone, phone number. Anya in Providence, welcome to the program. Hey, Anya, I see you're born under the sign of Taurus. Correct. And what's your question for me? Oh, you, you're, you're calling about your husband. And myself. And yourself. So he's a Libra, you're a Taurus, and what's the question? Um, I'm looking for some guidance. Yes? Uh, in regards to the near future and if we should make an effort to stay together or not. I'm sorry to hear that question. How long have you been married? Uh, about 10 years. Okay. Do you have children? No. Okay. All right. Um, have you tried marriage counseling? No, we haven't. All right. By the time you've been in a marriage for 10 years, you've got certain habits, certain habits of behavior, and some of them aren't working. If they were, you wouldn't call. And That's I know that Taurus true. and Libra aren't the easiest of combinations, and there are many reasons for that. But one of them, frankly, Taurus and Libra can have a successful relationship, but Libra has to learn to be more direct. And, um, and and you have to, in some ways, learn to be more trusting. Mm. So, so what's gone on over the years is you've developed some patterns, and at this point, it, you cannot imagine it getting better. You sure. have you have you have cards around you. There's a four of spades with you. There's a three of clubs on the other side. And when I look at your cards in the third house and and, and in the fourth, I see an awful lot of unhappiness. I, That's true. I just don't even know what... Okay. What I started to say was, I just don't even know whether you're open to marriage counseling right now. But I do know that you don't want to give up on your marriage. So you've put yourself into a double bind mm. where 
you don't want to really let go. You don't want to be divorced. No Taurus woman ever wants to be <laughs> a divorced woman. On the other hand, you feel as though working on this relationship is really very hard and that he's not helping. He looks at you and it's almost as if he's saying, what's wrong? And you find yourself thinking about other men you've known who treated you better. That's very true. All of these things are right in front of me. And I recognize your unhappiness. Anya, I think the person who we have to deal with here really is you. You have to acknowledge that sometimes you get into situations that you can't control to the outcome. And by that I mean you can go into a marriage honorably and honestly and get to a point where you can't hold it together and it's not your fault. So in order to get to that point, I think the only thing to do is commit to three or four months of marriage counseling with him and talk very honestly and very bluntly about what it is that you're hoping for and what you want and what you need and find out whether he's willing to reach to meet those wants and needs. And conversely, he's got to be more open with you about what he needs. Mm -hmm. Good luck with that, Anya. 438-WPRO, 1-800-321-WPRO. Let's talk to Beth in Pawtucket. No, that's Pawkatuck, Connecticut. I just was inverting those letters. They just take the C out of Pawkatuck, and you've got Pawtucket. I know it. Anyway, almost Pawtucket. Pawtucket. You need a, another T in there or something. I'm a little confused. Anyway, so, Beth, you're a Libra. What's your question for me? We bought a house in Florida. Oh, you did? What part? Um, Oakland. Okay. O- Orlando. Yep. Orlando. I'm going to go down there next week. So, uh, anyway. Um, we signing the papers June the 30th, and I want to know if that's going to be a good up. You know, good deal or not. All right, let's take a look. The Queen of Diamonds is you, and you said we. Is this your husband? Yes. And what's his birthday? November the 19th. November the 19th. So you're a Libra, and he's a Scorpio. Yep. And you have beautiful cards in the fourth house. You've done well with property, whether it's the house you're living in right now or anything else you've purchased. Mm -hmm. But I see your insecurities about this particular property. Yep. Um, When's the last time you really took a good look at it? Um, well, he was, uh, I'd say the 3rd, 3rd of June. Right. Okay. So the last time you took a look at it was within this stretch of Mercury retrograde. Before this time, did you really like it? He does. He likes it a lot. Okay. The reason for all of my questions, I think that if you go back to your earliest impressions, they're the ones that count. And that the reason you're feeling insecure right now is we are in this retrograde. The retrograde will be over after the 18th of June. What I want you to do is sit down on the 19th, the two of you, and think very carefully about whether you want it. I don't see anything wrong with the property. I don't see anything wrong with you buying it. But I do see your insecurities about it. Mm -hmm. And, And I'm not even convinced that he's absolutely sure either. So because of that, I'd like the two of you to sit down and maybe even talk to your realtor about what you like, what you don't like, and what's making you nervous. And if you're not convinced, then so be it. Back out. Okay. All right. Thank you for the call. Let's talk to John in East Providence. John, welcome to the program. Thank you, Bernard. You're welcome, John. And I see that you're born under the sign of Leo. And what's your question for me? Uh, My adoptive mother gave me some information about my former identity shortly before she passed away last year. Yes. And as I begin the search for my biological parents and any extended family, 
just wondering, will I find them? Will I find anyone related to me? All right. Let's see if I can help you with that question. I have the King of Hearts that represents you. And there's a Nine of Hearts falling in your second house. Your fourth house cards are not very optimistic. Obviously, your parents are, are unlikely to be um, found. But you... Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. It's almost as though the, it, it's more distant. It's almost like in-laws as opposed to your parents, per se. Huh. There, There is a sister, and... I don't know whether she'd be thrilled to find out about you. <laughs> so the cards are iffy. I, I will admit to you, no doubt in my mind, had I been adopted, I would have done every bit of research to find them. I'm a person who does research. I've done it all my life. So there's no doubt I would have done every amount of ferreting and detective work to find them. And I know you will do the same. Yep. You will find somebody. At least one person. I think you have a sister who is six to nine years younger than you are. Okay. We shall see what goes on there. And there's one other person who's a possibility, and this is a man, and he's a little older than you. And you're going to get a lead to a grandparent who was, I don't even know whether that person was born in America, because there's something about another country that's coming through here very strong. But there will be a lead to perhaps a grandparent, and somehow that's going to trickle down to help you find a sibling or maybe even two. Good luck with that, John. Sounds like I have a good uh, search on the way then. I think that it's going to be interesting, and I think part of it at least will be productive. Great. Thank you for the call. All right, we're going to sneak you right in here, Sue, born and under the sign of Libra in Warwick. Sue, welcome to the program. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Um. I'm calling for my daughter. It's her birthday. Oh, so she's the Libra. Okay. She's the Libra. And And what's the question for her? um, She's just flopping around professionally, trying to find her way of what she wants to do. I guess I'm just kind of curious. Is there anything, the strong suit of what Libra uh, would normally gear toward? No. There's no such thing as the idea that one-twelfth of the entire population of the world leans toward one thing. I will say that Librans tend to be artistic, but they're not all artists. Most of them do care about the beauty of their environment, but that doesn't mean that they become decorators. The card that represents your daughter really is unsettled in just about every possible way. And if she were my daughter, I'd be saying, honey, you should be in school. When you don't know what you want to do, at least... And she has been. Yeah, well... Numerous times. But that's uh, the smart thing for her to do, only she's got to finish it. Right, well, I guess Libras have a hard time finishing, or just her have no, a hard time you can't, you, you can't lump 8% right. of the entire world's population into any one specific thing. Your daughter is unsettled. Your daughter doesn't know what she wants. Not all Librans. And she's not there yet, Sue. I wish she were. All right, guys, you hear that music, and it means I'm out of time. I can't believe I'm out of time again, and I won't be here next Saturday. I'll be back in two weeks. In the meantime, should you be interested in a private consult, 401-333-7970. I'm Myrna Lamb. Happy Father's Day, all you guys, and everybody else have a great week. Stay tuned now for Beyond Reality.